Welcome to episode 26 of the Eye of Terror podcast. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. Well, we're back for another exciting episode. We're going to introduce a brand new uh, segment called The Armory later on. Excitement. Uh, Excitement. Excitement. Uh, We wanted to sort of start doing things on a regular basis. And so The Armory is going to be our look at the weapons of the 40K universe. Mm -hmm. And this episode, we'll be starting with the Laz gun. Yes. Very interesting stuff. (laughs) Interesting stuff. Fascinating. (laughs) The Laz gun. Truly. (laughs) Don't turn off the podcast. Please. (laughs) We have other stuff to talk about too. So it'll be interesting. Okay. So let's start off with a little bit of hobby progress. Catafron destroyers, uh, based on all my experiences with the, uh, my LVO lists, my, I should say my, probably my LVO failure lists. Um, (laughs) I'm moving toward maybe the war convocation as being my, my LVO army. I haven't made up my mind yet, but in pursuit of that, I I didn't have two units of Catafron destroyer. So I just ordered a second unit and I built those literally last night. So now I, I have the required, you know, HQ and two troops units of two units of Catafon Destroyers. No, mm-hmm. I built them all with uh, heavy grav yep. cannons because they're just awesome. Because, you know, heavy grav, man. Heavy grav, six shots <laughs> of heavy grav is not Can't. nothing to sneeze at. No, it is not. So all I've done is I've built them and I've primed them. I primed them with uh, this uh, auto primer. It's called Duplicolor. And auto. it's, yeah, it's an auto primer. Auto primer, interesting. I, I know. See, I, here's the thing. Don't waste a lot of money on priming sprays. Got to get one that works because there's a lot of cheap ones that are you can get at Walmart and Target that, you know, are probably not going to, you know, make your models look good. But mm. I found that Duplicolor, which is a sandable uh, primer spray that you can buy at most auto supply stores, works amazing. Hmm. It's like five or six bucks a can as opposed to the $17 cans you can get from GW. Yeah, that, that would be preferable. And it's fantastic. I love it. It, it, it was it was a, a tip that I got from a really great painter in Spokane, Washington. I uh, was looking at his stuff, and he actually had won some like some painting awards because he had amazing models on display at his store in Spokane. And um, and he told me that Duplicolor was what he uses to prime. So I, since then, I've 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 been a a real advocate of it. Mm. Yeah. So right now, my cavern stories are prim- primed. Uh, I finished a Sanguinary Guard model that joined the Death Watch. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That was cool. That, so it's a little fluffy, you yeah. know? And I figured that anyone can join Death Watch. This is the Blood Angels have sent this guy. I don't know why. Maybe he wasn't that good a Sanguinary Guard. Hey, or hey, maybe he was the best Sanguinary Guard. Hey, Brother Cornelius. Yeah. Where'd that suit of Sanguinary Guard armor go? It's gone. <laughs> so you think he's, your fluff is that he like stole a suit of sanguinary guard, and then he then he went joined the, out of there. I'm going to go join the Death Watch. They can't come after me if I join the Death Watch. <laughs> All right, that's another way to forge an arrow. He, he was he was gonna he was gonna be he was gonna be demoted. Anybody right. wanted to keep the armor because he liked it. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, I posted it on Reddit, and somebody somebody some wag wrote like. Um, uh, Brother Cornelius, um, I know we're not to speak of what, where, what chapters we came from, but where did you come from? And then there's like a pause. 
uh, white scars. <laughs> white scars. <laughs> yeah, so he's very obviously from yes. the Blood Angels. Um, I can, he's got a power fist, so I figure I can use him in both my Death Watch kill teams. And if I wanted to, I can always bring him back to the Blood Angels because he... You know, we can say that he was on some Death Watch missions, yeah. and now he's back. And he, he, he didn't have enough time to get his armor repainted. It, right, right. His armor, by the way, his armor is black. I painted his armor black, but it, you know where the worn sections are, the gold shines through. So there's like gold sections shining through. He's, but he, he did paint his armor black. That was that was on, of the that Death was Watch. that was on the ship on the way there. He needed the quick like rush job. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, he got some of that duplicolor where, primer. Where's the duplicolor? Where's the primer? Like, he just primers primer. out black. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, at six bucks a can, you really six can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. <laughs> duplicolor right. sponsored by the Blood Angels. <laughs> yeah. I'm Terror, brought to you by Duplicolor. No, we don't take ads. Well, yes, we do take ads, but we don't. We don't have any Please ads. Give us money, <laughs> Duplicolor. <laughs> right. Um, got a box of the Death Watch bikers. Also, mm -hmm. that just came in. What a great, what a great kit. Five bikes in there. Yep. And then you get the uh, Death Watch upgrade sprue, which is awesome because it's got. 10 Death Watch shoulder pads, which are cool. It's got some insignia, like some inquisitorial insignia you could put on vehicles, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Two Terminator shoulder pads, which mm -hmm. I needed because I still need to build some uh, Death Watch Terminators. It has a power sword. It has kind of like a captain's or sergeant's head with a little like Roman crest thing. Oh, that's nice. Um, it's got like an iron hands looking, you know, this guy's got way too many optics on his space marine helmet mm -hmm. head. And then it's got another, some sort of a standard chest, like a chest piece that looks, it's got the double aquila. So, yeah, but it's cool. It's a cool little upgrade sprue. I think normally <laughs> DW charge 13 bucks just for this alone. And the fact that you get five bikers. Yep. Uh, in the box, I think makes it great value. So I'm I'm looking forward to this. But mm -hmm. as we discussed, they're not all going to be Death Watch bikers, now are they? Oh no, yeah. Because you see, I, I've needed some uh, chaos spiking for a while now. I would just borrow I would just borrow uh, Space Marine bikes for the most part. But uh, soon the conversions shall begin. The yep. conversions to chaos that is. <laughs> so we're, we're we're turning three of the five bikers into chaos bikers yep and we went on ebay and bought some chaos shoulder pads yes we have all the other spiky bits but we needed some shoulder pads um so that way you get three chaos bikers and then we'll create two death watch bikes themselves yep that'll be yeah. nice for those those will be uh, flying from the corvus black star oh my god sometime Still in the future the greatest image in all of 40k <laughs> i'm waiting someone paint that someone if if there's some guy who does fan art who's listening right now <laughs> make that send it to us <laughs> yes and we will feature it yes please <laughs> on our facebook page and on the podcast we'll hold it up to the mic uh okay um that that'll be fun to do my corvus black star still hasn't been delivered i'm waiting for that but that'll be sometime very very soon Games played. So in your absence, Alec, I went and uh, played a game over at Next Gen. Yes. Against a very nice guy named Luke. Mm. Luke's been playing Tau since 5th edition. Yeah. And we agreed on 1850. Yeah. And all he knew was that I was going to bring Blood Angels. And all I knew was he was going to bring Tau. <laughs> okay. And the Blood Angels list was something that I really wanted to 
also had high hopes for, like LVO kind of high hopes. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, ooh, yeah. Ooh. Well, no, no, no. It wasn't. It wasn't. It isn't that the Blood Angels are so bad now. I mean, they're pretty good. I took the. I took some some units from the. Dad, uh, Dad, you know, it's time to let go. <laughs> <laughs> no, Blood Angels are cool. Blood Angels will always be cool. I'm not giving up on the Blood Angels. All right, so my list consisted of the Golden Host, Dante, yep, and yep. two units of Sanguinary Guard. Pretty, which is pretty. Assault from the turn they come in on, which is. Guitar solo worthy. Yeah. And then I had the Lucifer Armored Task Force, which was two ball predators, a Laz Predator with Laz cannons, yep. and, you know, the whole yeah, thing. You know, yeah. the whole shebang. The whole, la- the super Laz one. And then I had a Land Raider. Mm. Okay, so that, that, was, that was pretty much my entire army right there. 1850. Oh right? boy! Yeah, he brought he brought one Riptide, a couple of broadsides, a ton of Crisis suits, like hmm. a ton of Crisis suits, and his Warlord was among the the Crisis suits. Um, he brought a oh he brought the drone network, which you know is like this crazy amount of drones that it gives them all these upgrades, mm. like precision shots and jinking and I don't know what else. It was just like. Oh, and then anyone could benefit from their marker lights. Uh, it just, yeah, it was like some crazy drone. I, I haven't, even though I play Tau, I, I haven't used that particular um, uh, formation, but it, it was really good. Yeah. He brought he brought 10 Crute, which... Oh, yeah, which was sort of, that's an unexpected addition. Unexpected. He's been playing Tau forever, so, you know, I think Maybe he just he's got Crute. Yeah. And he brought a Sky Ray, which is like a... Unheard of. Yeah. Unheard of. Uh, yeah, so it, it's like a tank that had like a bunch of like six. Um, oh no, I'm thinking. Sorry, I'm thinking the flyer. Whoopsies. Maybe, maybe. No, well, no. I think it's no, a skimmer. No, it, it's a skimmer it, with a bunch of missiles on it. Yeah, no, no. It's like a tank. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know it. I know that. It just. Yeah. I was thinking something else. Whoopsies. Oh, and he brought the. <laughs> what happens when you bring a bunch of Blood Angels tanks? Well, he brought the optimized stealth god, right? Yeah, that's mm, that's mm, tough mm, against mm, any mm, tank mm, list. Mm, so, mm. needless to say, I looked at my super elite list of very few models against a sea of Tau, mm-hmm. the, um, including the Riptide and the Optimized Stealth cadre, and I knew it wasn't going to go well. There was a lack of uh, terrain on the table as well. Yep. Yeah, so that wasn't good. So he, That's very not good. <laughs> yeah, I ended up getting first turn. So because of the... All of the units in the Lucifer Armor Task Force are have scout and fast. Uh, I rushed them up. Oh. <laughs> and then he oh. infl- he had infiltrated his optimized stealth card right up to the front. Now he couldn't do anything against the Land Raider with four, 14 yeah, all the way around. Yeah. But <laughs> the two ball predators just died in the first turn. Yeah. Yeah. That one oh, and then the other thing is that I um I did bring a unit of Death Watch as well. Yeah. I forgot. Brought a unit oh, of you Death did. Watch. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a, a, Brett, a Death Watch strategium uh, kill team. They're the, those kill the leaders, right? Well, it, it yeah. Well, it consisted of a librarian and then a per goddess kill team, which is goes after HQ units. Okay, they get to reroll ones against you know, cool. and they get to reroll wounds or whatever. Whatever didn't make a difference because all everything in his army because he he heard Blood Angels, and so he gave everything in his army. Um, early warning override. Which Wise is, man gives <laughs> gives everybody interceptor. So, so he, he, he knew, he knew how to prepare. He, yeah. he was smart. So everything I brought down, cause everything, everything, I had everything pretty much, you know, coming in out of deep strike, yeah, right? Yeah. Except for the tanks. Yeah. Tanks he had an answer for with the uh, optimized stealth god, right? Yeah. And right? armor there. Deep strike he had an answer for because of the uh, early, early warning, warning override. Warning. So as everything came in, he just shot it to pieces. My golden host 
came in. Dante and the two uh, the yeah. two units of Sanguinary Guard next to his uh, crisis suits with his warlord, mm-hmm. and with uh, a combination of early warning override and Overwatch, he reduced those ten Sanguinary Guard and Dante to Dante and two Sanguinary Guard. <laughs> now they went in there yeah, and they that. killed eight crisis suits and the warlord by themselves. Yeah, like they they. Know. They wrecked house. Town assault. <laughs> but the majority of my dudes are dead, right? Yeah. And so it was limited. It just limited everything else I could do. I ended up conceding, I think, in turn four. It mm. was just, I had, all I had left was a drop pod and the Land Raider. Yeah. Yeah. He killed, he killed the Death Watch guys through a combination of, um. Cause you, um, cause you, you figured the, um, the overwhelming amount of like, uh, Deep Strike would be able to t- catch a Tau off guard and like. Get right up in their face. Get right up in their face and start assaulting them right away. And the death, the death watch would come in. They all had like melters, you know, kami plasmas and kami melters. They were just going to just wreck house, but they didn't get a chance to fire them. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 awesome uh, frag cannon though did almost kill his um, his uh, ghost keel. It left it with one wound left. They eventually oh. killed it. They eventually killed it. I think with the land raider or something. Yeah. But it, you know, it, that was a, that was an awesome weapon. But it, they just died so fast that it, you know, the Death Watch wasn't really much of a factor in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I learned my lesson about um, yeah. if listen for the word, you know, interceptor. Yep. If that happens, then don't deep strike in, in range of, yeah. <laughs> of their weapons because they will kill you dead. So I learned my lesson. So it, it was a fun game. Luke, awesome guy, really fun to play with. Yeah. Looking forward to playing with him again. And if you're listening to the podcast, hey. Really had a great time. Hello, we, Luke. Hello, Luke. You, you played really smartly, and you, you great, great army. Also, yeah. he, he he had painted his Riptide awesomely. Just Riptide looked awesome. So it was it was fun to play him. Uh, rumors and and updates. Mm. All right, what's the big what's the big update? The biggest update is Prospero Bands. <laughs> had to say it as dramatically as possible. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So burns. big old another one of those plastic box sets. Yeah, yeah. which is a, a, a 150 bucks, in, incredible value. Thirty Mark Three Space Marines mm-hmm. in plastic, which is amazing. Yep. Plus you get Armand in plastic, the new Armand who yep. looks awesome. Plus you get five Custodes models. We're gonna see. We're gonna see those guys and. Full regalia. That's going to be interesting. Yep. Uh, and uh, five Sisters of Silence, mm-hmm. which uh, first time we've seen uh, Sisters of Silence in plastic ever. Yeah. Probably actually models ever. And we haven't I, seen yeah, we, we aren't, yeah, we never models seen either. This, so this so. is fantastic. And then there's a, um, there's a, what do you call it? A Space Wolf hero that's in there too. Uh, yes. That man. <laughs> Well, that, we will call him that man until we provide him with a sufficient name. It's an awesome, awesome, you know, just sort of box set. Again, tons of value in it. It's available for pre-order starting this weekend. And it's basically the story of how um, the Imperium goes after, you yeah. know, Magnus the Red and, and Armin on Prospero to take care of business after they unwittingly made things worse. Yes. Magnus, uh, oh, it's 160 well, bucks. I just checked. It's 160 we, bucks on... I don't. I never got why. I never got why the Thousand Sons got like attacked. It was really a bad. That was bad. Talk about a okay, bad first move of all, on the Emperor's move. The the, the Nikean edict 
prohibited any kind of psychic use. Yeah, okay. And so Magnus opens a connection in using, you know, psychic powers to the emperor who's busy doing important things. And it somehow opens a rift in the chaos. In an effort to stop one of the greatest catastrophes the galaxy had ever seen. Well, but the the emperor had told him under no circumstances, don't do this. And he thought he was, he was, he was like, I'm going to be, I, I know he told me not to do this, but this is so important. It is. I, I found out it about was. the horse heresy. It ended up with the emperor. But like, he had his reasons and obviously. Those were clearly bad reasons because no, he ended up well, on a slab. Okay. The Imperium, should, <laughs> the emperor should not have kept it, have kept the whole chaos thing And, and not only that, secret. but he made an enemy where he didn't need to. Yeah. He made an enemy where he didn't need to because they would have, they would have totally sided with it, with, um. The emperor, but they but the emperor was like ah screw him, and then just decided to send the space wolves to go murder them all. Yeah, and that he, was a bit extreme. I thought. Yeah, that was like oh well, you violated my order. Time to kill you all. Yeah, can't can't let that happen. I have to think that the emperor was yeah, distracted or the something. sons of the emperor. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's he very. It's not just bad bad decision making. Yeah. Okay. So the final units that come in the Prospero Burns box yep. is five tar Tartaros Tartaros Terminators. Cool, man. Yeah, and it comes with a sixteen-page book talking about the burning of Prospero, thirty-two-page rule book, fifteen psychic power cards, thirty-six warp energy and willpower cards. I guess they're to play the game. Five detailed double-sided board tiles representing the buildings of Prospero. And 24 dice, an assortment of D6, D8, D10, and D12s, and a transfer sheet. Plus, it comes with a How to Paint Citadel Miniatures book, which is mm. awesome, right? Mm, that's nice. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's a great value. Honestly, though, I'm not going to get it. <laughs> what? I, I mean, is there anything in it you really want? Custodies. Okay. Are yeah. Pretty rad looking. No, they're 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 cool. I I, I haven't decided that I that I want more to. more space marines. You can always use more space, we especially those especially those cool ones too. Especially the mark the mark the, the mark because to be perfectly frank, those look better than oh the yeah. current oh, ones. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, I, those I, look I, way I better do than the current not ones. Disagree with that at all. I I think the Mark Three and Mark Four on space marines look way better, way cooler. But um, yeah, you get you get. They're also like this generation versus the you yeah know, the the sculpts that were done from the original Space Marines, which had done I don't know ten fifteen years ago or something. Yeah. You get you get Custodes. Yeah, I get an I get a really cool looking Aramon model. We both get more Space Marines. <laughs> yeah. What's there not to love? We we have like twenty more Space Marines in the Betrayal at Count box that remain. On sprues. You can I mean we could always use more. Oh we could uh, we could always are you can you're just I guess we could sell I could we could sell them. I guess. I don't know. On eBay. Give them away to our readers. I don't know. Uh, oh, I mean readers, sorry. Yay. Yeah, our uh, listeners. Gotta got to, got to appeal. Got to <laughs> Not appeal. to our listeners. Got to appeal no, to the No, no, no. We won't give them to our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> we'll just give them to our readers. <laughs> those who read our Facebook. <laughs> those are, yeah, those will come to our Facebook page. Yeah, that'll get them there. Um, <laughs> we'll send your presents, please. GW, somebody asked GW, you know, can we use Custodes and Sisters of Silence in 40K? Because they're clearly yeah, in, in 30K world, right? Yeah. And the response that GW gave recently was that, yes, you can, but only in Unbound games because they currently don't have a codex. They don't fit any, any particular army. Okay. As long as you can forge some sort of narrative, yes, you can use them, but they would be Unbound. 
you know, you'd have to have an unbound army. It wouldn't All be right. a battle-forged army. So, yeah. And then the the rules have been released. Um, the Sisters of Silence are generally weapon skill 4, ballistic skill 4, strength and toughness 3, 1 wound, initiative 5, 2 attacks for the Sisters, and the Sisters Superior's got 3 attacks, 10 leadership, 3 up armor save, which makes sense. They've got special anti-psyker rules. Oh, that's like cool. they get precision shots um, against psychers and then precision, gosh, what else? Uh, they get, let's see, so they can reroll all failed to hit rolls when targeting psychers, which is pretty good. And then um, and then they blank, basically they give psychers minus three leadership mm-hmm. and they don't get to generate any warp charges if they're within 12 inches of the Sisters of Silence, which is pretty cool too. Yeah, uh, the, the To me, the... the Custodies are not as overpowered as I think they would be. Wouldn't they? Aren't they like? Well, since they're well, the weapon skill ballistic skill five. Yeah, strength and toughness five, which Ooh. is good. Two wounds. Okay. Initiative four and five, depending on whether it's a captain or just regular. Odd. Armor is. I mean, attacks is uh, three. Yeah, it's good for them, and then four for the captain. Yeah. Leadership 10, that makes sense. Cool. And then two plus save, so they're yes. artificer type armor. I mean, they're 50, what are they but they're 50 with? points a piece, though. What are they equipped with? Guardian spears and power knives. Okay. So, all right. So the guardian spear is a strength plus one AP2. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, it, uh, it also has block, and it's two-handed. So it basically... Um, if there is a, if, it's like it's like the death get, watch. It's like a death watch. They can it basically they, it's a yeah, roll yeah. off, you know, on one of the two hits that is you know, gotten against them. Yeah. And if they roll higher than than the opponent did, then they um, on the roll they can basically block one of the hits with their spears. Yeah, that's pretty nice. So that's the guardian spear, and so the strength plus one makes it a strength six hit, and it's an AP two, and they're hitting an initiative, and their initiative is five. That's nice. No, it's good. That's it's nice. good. That's nice. It's good. I, All this is it's guys. good. I don't know if it's worth fifty points though. Well, what else do they got? Do they have anything? They like- have a power knife, which is a strength user AP three weapon. Power sword. So power yeah, knife. Like, yeah, knife. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a power sword essentially. But for them, it's gonna be a power knife. Yeah, it's, it's, it's they're it's, so big that it, it's yeah, a knife. To it's them. a knife to them. So okay. Yeah, and they can they can trade. Um, they can basically. Let's see, they can replace their Guardian Spears with a Sentinel Blade for free. A Sentinel Blade, Strength User, AP3, Melee. Why would they ever do that? Um, I don't know. Oh, because it comes, it can be fired as a as a bolt caster. Okay. A bolt caster. A bolt caster. Okay, so that's a different weapon. <laughs> that's, a, that's a range 12, Strength 4, AP5, Assault 2, with a Hail of Fire special rule. Which gives a snapshots at BS two. Boo! That one. That one's not so good. Okay. Not so good. So you can get a firing. Uh, the Sentinel blade shoots mm. a bolt. It's got a bolter strapped onto it. It's a blade with a bolter strapped onto it. It's yeah. A gun, it's a gun blade. Yeah, it's gun blade. The gun blade. The gun blade. The gun blade. Or oh. is a, so you want to be a little bit more offensive with a little bit some shooting, twelve inch range. Mm. Eh. Well, they the have Guardian any, Spear is better. Do they have any mobility options? Is there any way for them to get it? Because is there any way for them to get anywhere? No, they're infantry. They're not. They're going to move. Deep strike, in. anything? Oh, they, oh, yeah. Yeah. They've got adamantium will. They're bulky. They have deep strike. They're fearless. And they have eternal warrior. Oh. Oh, that's good. Oh, deep strike's good. Deep strike's good. Um, So they're sort of like, 
crazy, like, whack, like, super. Do they have an invuln save? No. No huh. invuln save. So, Custodes armor is inferior so, to Terminator armor. So, yeah. Confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> because then, yeah, basically, Sternguard... Or you know can go in and just like yeah I was I was expecting some combi plasmas to kill these guys I was expecting them all to have like the stat lines of a captain along with like that's, that's what I'm wounds. saying I mean without an invuln save it's or feel no pain yeah it's, it's they're tough to justify at fifty points apiece yeah they they can one of them can trade their their guardian spear for the custodes vexilla friendly units from the armies of the Imperium within twelve inches of the bearer. Have the fearless special rule. In addition, all friendly models from the armies of the Imperium in the same unit as a bear have plus one attack while the bear is alive. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, they also have the ability to um, take a... Looks like they can take a storm shield. Hold on, let me see. A storm? Oh, um, that changes things. Any model not equipped with a guardian spear can take a storm shield. So you could take a storm shield and the gun blade. Oh, okay. And then suddenly you've suddenly. got a three up involved. Okay, now okay. they're two up, three up. But how expensive is that? The oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's ten points a model. So that's sixty points a model. Mm. Deep striking, two wound, which is better than terminators. Two up, three up. Two up, three up. Twelve inch range on a with a strength four AP five and eh. assault two. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, think this might be a bit. I mean, they certainly would. I mean, they would be like no one expects. No one expects the custodies custodies <laughs> to suddenly <laughs> deep strike. Why are they here? <laughs> yeah. All right. Oops. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know that these guys were going to come and correct my heresy. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Aren't they supposed to be way off at Terra? What is this? Yeah, exactly. This is in Terra. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's a nice surprise that they show up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had 60 points a model for with two up, three up. It's To me, that's 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 a little too... That's 300 points right yeah, that's, there. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's too much. And they can be... I mean, in... They could just die on their way to fire plasma. They really could. Or enough last guns, as we'll talk about. <laughs> oh, enough last guns. Two up, get- three up. Try making that 50 times. How <laughs> <laughs> did uh, the Arbides Custodes die? Last gun. Last gun fire. fire. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. The storm of flashlights. Um, I like the Citrus of Silence model. They look super cool. I'm actually not that crazy about the Arbides armor. It's, it's, I know it's supposed to be super ornate. It, they're the Emperor's bodyguard. I thought, I thought you'd be super into ornate considering Blood Angels. Oh, yeah, I like the Blood Angels aesthetic. This, this seems a little, a little too much. It's like <laughs> it's, the, the, the nipple armor. Well, is that the only thing found in Blood Angels ar- uh, armor? Or it can be, you'll have the Sanguinary Guard. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually, not, but now I kind of do. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's. Yeah. That's that's what's going on in this world. So that'll be. I don't know. I I I'm I'm still not convinced to get the box. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I probably not. I don't know. What do you guys think? Let, let us know. Are you guys getting the box? Everybody, everybody. Like I remember, I heard I was watching uh, the guys on Frontline. Yeah. Uh, signals from the Frontline. You know, and they they have a store, so they're obviously yeah, yeah. you know they're it's in their best interest to tell people that this is going to be super popular. Yeah, and yeah, It's going to yeah. sell out. Yeah. So they're telling everybody, get their orders in early because yeah, it's yeah, going to be super popular. It's yeah, going to yeah, sell out. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. 
Um, and I think that's probably generally true. But all right. uh, for whatever reason, I'm not compelled to get this box. Hmm. All right. All right. Let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, we'll get into our armory segment on the last gun when we return. We're back. All right, we're uh, now introducing a new segment called the Armory. Every every episode now, we're going to get into one of the weapons found in the world of 40K. And we thought, what better way to start than with the most popular weapon <laughs> in the uh, in the galaxy, and that would be the Laz Gun. Hooray! <laughs> the Laz Gun. <Woo>. Yay! <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, there was some discussion whether it should be the chainsword or the bolter. Yeah. But we, we think that there are more lasguns out there. Than that, and every, and we, are, we all sort of already are pretty familiar with the bolter. Um, but I think the lasgun is just so piddly that no one really pays attention to it. Right. It's like, it's like so common and so very mundane that everyone's like, yeah, it's, it's a laser gun. You find that in every... Yeah, in any Pizza. army, almost in any kind of fluff, in, yeah. any, in, any, kind sci- of, in any sci-fi universe you've ever seen, you're going to find a laser gun. Right, right. And that's what this is, basically. Um, in, the 40, in the 40K universe, it's often known by its more affectionate name, the flashlight. Yeah. Right? And so let's, let's start off with the, the way the uh, Codex Astra Militarum introduces the LAS gun. <laughs> All right. The ubiquitous LAS gun. The last gun is the universal battle rifle of the Imperial Guard, but there are many models, marks, and patterns in service. The Cadian shock troops commonly bear the M36 LAS rifle, a weapon well known for its reliability. The Kadachan jungle fighters bear the Mark IV laser carbine, the hefty power cells of which give the weapon additional clout, both as a short-range assault rifle and an improvised club. <laughs> Other common marks include the mass-manufactured Armageddon LAS gun, the much sought after triplex pattern and short barreled folding stock models used by the mechanized infantry, tank crews, and troops on Starship detail. More exotic are the intricately wrought heirloom weapons of the Vostroyan firstborn and the Akatarn pattern Mark IV, much valued for its compactness and utility at short range. All right, it is, let's talk about its, um, its, its you know, different types of characteristics. Yep. Range 24 inches. Lovely. <laughs> Strength three. <laughs> rapid fire. No, no AP. AP dash. That's yep. right. AP dash. You're probably all familiar with that stat line already. Uh, that's right. Because you shrugged it off. For those. <laughs> <laughs> you might have felt. It's as if somebody whispered laser at you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the equivalent of what getting shot by a last gun is. Exactly. In game. I thought I felt a laser. <laughs> Hey, did someone see that laser? <laughs> right. So that that's kind of the equivalent of what it is to get shot. But what it does have is it has weight of numbers. As, as best said by Captain Garius Septist of the 263rd Maccabian Janissaries, the Demolisher, the Vanquisher, even the mighty Death Strike missile launcher 
pale in comparison to the sheer firepower of trillions of las guns unleashing hell in unison. Yeah. Uh, that's the one thing they do have, and that is just <laughs> ubiquity, and they're just strength in numbers. They just, strength in numbers. There's so many of them, especially if you play blow up guard, and then you get within rapid fire range. So yeah. if you're within 12 inches of a bunch of a guardsman, watch out, especially if there's that order, first rank fire, second rank fire, which oh, adds right. an additional Lasgun shot. So you, so I mean, that is their strength. They're super cheap, and you can find them in numbers. The first time I played Captain Smash Effer, um, I went up against. Um, this isn't a Lasgun story. You you had cultists, but same concept. Same same concept is that you had uh, like forty cultists and you shot him with auto guns or something. And this guy's got two up armor. He had like a three up uh, invuln save. He had like a four up feel no pain. Hmm. But with weight of numbers, he went down. He went down that game. Truly. And that's that's basically how, how you know, the Imperial Guard deal with all their problems. They just throw bodies and las guns yep. at the situation. Now, there are different variants of las guns. Oh, yeah. There have been different variants throughout the years. There's the um, wonderful long las, which is essentially used as a sort of um, sniper rifle variant of the las gun. I imagine that's probably what those sniper rifles are that you pay, like, 15 points for and do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right. There is the more familiar hotshot las gun. That's good. Sometime. That's range range eighteen inches, yep. strength three, AP three, which is good, yep. and rapid fire. Yeah, sometimes known as hell guns. For all those who remember the inquisitorial stormtroopers, uh, 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 um, the hotshot weapons in the fluff essentially use a sort of mildly overcharged pack that gives them additional punch, but at the same time, uh, ha- they have less ammunition. So you yeah. give and you take. The military Tepesis tends to use the uh, hotshot las guns and then the hotshot volley guns. Yeah. Uh, the only difference between the hotshot volley guns and las guns is that hotshot volley guns are strength four, um, AP three, and they're salvo. Indeed. Yeah. Oh, there is the um, an illegal modification of the las gun, the shot las. What is that? Which is essentially it's uh, popular amongst tech rights and armor mongers. Of the world of footfall, the shot las is rigged to discharge more energy per shot at the cost of beam coherence, with the weapon shot swiftly losing power and becoming ineffective at longer ranges. It's a shotgun. That's a laser gun, basically. Oh, okay. Wow, I, I haven't seen that in a codex, but that would be super cool. Probably because it's literally only popular amongst that one planet. That one on the footfall planet. <laughs> they, they enjoy that one. There's laslock weaponry, mm-hmm. which is... It, it, it's single shot las guns. My God, <laughs> you've made the mo- you've made one of the most ineffective weapons in the forty first millennium even more ineffective. And it's funny. It's really funny because in like modern time, in like in our time now, this gun would kick ass. This gun, oh, well, of is course, like, this and, gun and, and, punches through like a vast majority of any of our armor that we have right now. Like it, it would just slice through like. Let's say I don't know. Like it would slice with careful, like butter. It'd yeah. Just go through like it could. It could do massive damage in our time. However, it's just so. It's just like having like a thirty. It's like just like having a thirty-eight in the in the time of the forty-first millennium. And in, in all the fluff, last guns actually do a lot of damage. Like I yeah. was reading Gaunt's Ghost. Yeah. You know, uh, and 
you know, again, people are dying to las guns all the time. Yeah, against like because against like I don't know cultists or like some occupying like heretical against against guard. orcs against humans with yeah. normal you know like flak armor. Yeah, you know, uh, it, it's actually not bad. Yeah, right against toughness three. It's it's a it's a four. Yeah, against a against essentially to, to wound. other essentially against guardsmen equivalents. Right against it's guard fine. equivalents. It's good. It's, it's good. It's good. And, just, and in numbers, it's good. Yeah. It's just when confronted with, say, adamantium arm, power armor or terminator armor yeah. or some form of strange psychic force field or the regenerative powers of the Necrons or all sorts of other stuff, it just sort of – it can't it can't keep up with that for the most part unless just, unless just thrown in vast quantities. <laughs> When you get an infantry squad of guardsmen, it costs you 50 points, yep. right? And they're all equipped with las guns. Yep. I mean, that's pretty much a value right there, right? Because that, that's a potential of 20 rapid fire shots, 30 shots with, you know, the first rank fire, second rank fire order, mm-hmm. right? 30 shots, even if it's strength three, are going to put some hurt on most things. Yeah. Yeah, so I I think they're uh, an under undervalued piece of war gear. The last gun. Yeah, the you just put gun. yeah exactly and give them. I mean, you can give them the conscripts or um, yeah, and it, which the price goes down when because they're going to carry that as standard issue too. Yep. Right. So I'm I'm going to reevaluate <laughs> the might of the last gun. The might of the last gun because I haven't really played a blob guard army yet. Yep. I'm building it. I'm mm-hmm. slowly building it. My my um I, I bought a bunch of uh, female sort of uh, uh, oh, mini- yeah, your, miniature heads and miniature torsos. The failure experiment. Yeah, it was a failure experiment because the heads that I got um, from Victoria Miniatures were uh, too small for yeah. the uh, for the Cadian torsos that I had. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to finish ordering actually all the actual models from Victoria Miniatures in order to create um you know, another unit of uh, female guard. And then I have an unopened box of, of more Cadian. So yeah. I can put together like a 50 or 60, you know, man blob. Yeah. And that's going to wreck a lot of things. Well, it, assuming it doesn't get killed by pie plates. Time or... to play Necrons next. <laughs> 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 all right. All right. All right. Um, okay. Any, do we have any more last words about the Lasgun? Yeah. It's very, um, it's such a useful piece of weaponry. Considering it can be recharged in a bunch of different ways, including literally, I think it's like sun based. You can literally, you can literally just sword charge it. Um, it can punch through power armor, although like the weaker spots, like the joints and all that, but it can still go through it, given the correct circumstances. And if you really need to, you can always overcharge. In the last resort, you can always overcharge your pack and then throw it at a guy, and it will explode. <laughs> yes. There's a great article in the Regimental Standard. Um, oh yes, about the might of the the mighty Lasgun. Oh yes. So if you guys haven't read the Regimental Standard, uh, it, GW is putting out this uh, sort of newsletter, the official newsletter to guardsmen yeah. from uh, the Astra Militarum, uh, known as Required Weekly Reading for the Modern Guardsman, and they did a a great uh, article on on Lasguns. So definitely check that out um, on the Regimental Standard. Um, okay. Last words on Lasguns? But didn't we just have last words on the Lasguns? Okay, then no more last words. <laughs> there will be no more words about Lasguns. <laughs> there will be no more. We have talked enough. Okay. There can be no more. 
we okay okay oh i just found it okay so it's oh. your your last gun is the <laughs> the name your of the, ar- the article the galaxy's greatest weapon asterisk yeah <laughs> the last gun is the <laughs> finest man portable weapon ever devised the pinnacle of function utility and durability it is the envy of xeno's races asterisk and the salvation of countless planets the thunderous and disciplined volleys of Astra Militarum Laz Fire are perhaps the most feared and respected force in the galaxy, <laughs> the very core of the Imperium's might. And then it goes on to describe the different types of Laz guns, different components, um, where you should shoot people when you have a Laz gun. <laughs> so oh, yeah. go check out the regimental standard. It has it has plenty <laughs> it has plenty of other wonderful articles, including Eldar now deploying dancers instead of warriors. <laughs> yeah. Opportunity beckons, become a sergeant, fighting orcs in hand-to-hand combat. A demonic cyclops, the truth exposed. <laughs> and much, much more. Yeah, you should, if, if you're going to wield Alaskan, you have to read the regimental standard. It's required reading. Literally, required yes. reading. <laughs> read it. Do not report your commissar for discipline. Okay, when we return, uh, we are going to talk about our battle report, which was the Tau... Versus the war convocation when we return. So in anticipation of yet another LVO list, I decided I'm going to stop fighting the tide and I'm just going to go with the numbers and try the war convocation since Alec has been beating me with the war convocation. And it just looked, it looked awesome. And frankly, I like the way Colt Mechanicus looks on the, on the table. So hmm. I decided to field the war convocation. Um, and then you, Alec, decided to go for... The mighty Tau. The mighty Tau. The mighty Tau have done actually pretty good for for each of us. Yep. Uh, you guys might remember our escalation sort of uh, campaign, <laughs> which started with the Colt Mechanicus mm-hmm. against the Tau, and yep. Alec took Colt Mechanicus in that instance. And I think the Tau won every single encounter. Yep. From 500 points all the way to 1850. Probably, yeah. But that. but it wasn't the War Convocation. It was it was Colt Mechanicus, and this and the War Convocation is a different thing. First off, what, what do you get when you get the War Convocation? Well, all the units in the War Convocation get the benefits of the canicles of the Omnissiah. Yes. Which is fantastic. Quite. <laughs> right? Also, your plasma weapons don't get hot. Indeed. Which is fantastic. You also get, this is the most important part, you get free upgrades on everything. It's not as good as free vehicles, but every possible upgrade whether it's a relic or instead of a radium carbine, you want to mm-hmm. upgrade to a plasma cauldron. All the upgrades are free, which is phenomenal. So it gets you a few hundred points yeah. worth of upgrades for free. 
And of course, you get to bring a knight to the party. So, which is which is always good. Just an, always invite a knight to your party. Always invite a knight to the party if you can, if it's legal and you can. So, um, so I decided, okay, I'm I'm going to bring the war convocation. And basically, it's when you bring a war convocation, you're kind of stuck within a. You have to bring a certain group, you know, yep. grouping. I brought a tech priest, Dominus, an artificer armor. Um, I I kept his Volkite blaster. Why? I don't know. I should have taken the eradication beamer. You're right. That 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 wasn't a great choice. But I had two units of Catafron destroyers, all with heavy grab cannons. I had the Castellan robot maniple. Uh, one of them had the two power fists and the Cognus flamer, and the other one had the uh, twin linked uh, luminogen phosphor blasters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they came with the data smith, of course. My battle maniple, which is at the heart of the war convocation, consisted of an iron strider with the uh, twin link last cannon, the Cognus last cannon. Yep. I had an honor gadoon crawler with the neutron laser. Mm-hmm. I had five Sakaran infiltrators. Yes. I had five Sakaran rust stalkers. I had five Skatari rangers. Two of them had the transonic, transonic arquebuses. Mm-hmm. Okay, those long range sniper rifles. And then I had uh, a unit of 10 Skatari Vanguard. Right. Yeah, so that was that was Alice. My knight was the knight warrant, which who had the thermal cannon, a heavy stubber, and uh, a storm spear rocket uh, uh, pod, but which I never fired once because I forgot <laughs> I forgot to fire that thing. And then uh-huh. I took the secret weapon. Ah, yes. All right, you're allowed to take a fortification, of course, and so I took a void shield generator. This was... Mm. All right. <laughs> mm. It's the first time playing with the Void Shield Generator. Mm. You can tell from Alex's mm. reaction. Painful noises, involuntary mm. noises. Yeah, this is, it was just not... <laughs> How well it did in the, uh, in the battle. Okay, why don't you talk about your, your fish force? Let's give, these three, let's give these three extra saves for an, like an entire group for 50 points. Or it's 100 points. Uh, so we got the Hunter Cadre which is most of the army, with a commander of um, very support-like proportions. Oh, he did, yes, he did have the Iridium Battlesuit, mm-hmm. Command and Control Node, Drone Controller, Shield Generator, Stimulant Injector, and Vectored Retro Thrusters. His entire job was to support a seven Markerlite drone squad. That's his job. And stay alive. And he has two shield drones to help him out with that. Uh, next on the list is the Riptide, which features such wonderful things as an Ion Accelerator, the uh, twin-linked smart missile system, because I really, I always enjoyed that. It's just so, like, I mean, it ignores cover. You don't have to, you don't have to see the enemy you're shooting at. It's just very, very useful. Uh, I also gave it two shielded missile drones, two squads of Pathfinders, the Seven Drone Squad, Storm Surge, with all the... Usual workings, including the pulse driver cannon, the shield generator. I also have the broad side, or two broad sides, both equipped with twin linked smart missile or twin linked smart missile systems, twin linked high yield missile pods, and four marker drones, because you can't have, you just can't have too much marker. I had three strike teams, all with pulse rifles. They all had the um, missile pods but i didn't really use them that much because it never really never really got into range but you'll see why that's a thing later and a breacher team in a devilfish for taking out very annoying 
super infantry, like say, I don't know, the rust stalkers or infiltrators or what have you. And of course, everyone's favorite formation, the optimized stealth cadre, had to make a visit. This included the uh, ghost kill with uh, the fusion collider, the twin-linked fusion blaster, and two stealth drones, along with two squads of stealth battle suits, each equipped with two burst cannons, and a fusion blaster. So it was the whole shebang. Okay. And that, that's my army. We played an LVO mission, the scouring. Mm-hmm. All right, so it had three objectives. First one within your deployment zone. Second one 30 inches away from your table edge. And the third one in your enemy's deployment zone. All right? Yep. Uh, the main mission was you'd get one, two, or three points, depending if you held at the end objectives one, two, or three, your own, your own objectives, mm-hmm. right? And then that was the primary mission. The secondary mission was the Maelstrom missions, and then you would roll on the table. The first three were, you know, hold either objective one, either objective two, or either objective three, or the last three you could roll would kill an enemy unit. Yes. Okay. So we rolled for table sides. You got to pick table sides. Yes, I did. We rolled for deployment. You won that roll as well. Mm -hmm. So you deployed first. Yes, I did. And And then... mm -hmm. Hughes, I seized the initiative. The, the Omnisire was with me, and so ah. I, I seized the initiative. All right, so my my turn one. Uh, I didn't do much. I shot a lot, and I only ended up killing one drone and two pathfinders. I was able with my infiltrators. I had infiltrated up, and I tried to make a charge against. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did I? What did I charge you? Your your uh, uh, ghost kill, I think. No, it was stealth suits. Yeah, they were my stealth. I tried to charge the stealth suits. Failed charge on that. I ended up getting one one objective point for basically holding uh, one of my objectives. Mm-hmm. So that was that was my that was my turn turn one. What happened on your turn one? My turn one featured such wonderful things as killing those very infiltrators for daring to yes attempt to stop the greater good. Yep, they um, died. I killed a squad of destroyers. That was fun. Uh, I killed one squad of destroyers, and then I killed one member of another squad of destroyers. However, this was the turn in which probably the game-making mistake was indeed made. Okay, so the wonderful Imperial Knight's charging up. I think I think he's out of range, so I decide I'm going to go and marker him to hell, and then I'm going to fire the D-wep- the D-missiles at him, because that's what I always do. Yeah. The storm surge the storm surge has four D missiles and you decided to fire all of them at yep. night. And but what you would fail to notice was that he was still within the twelve inch protective bubble yep. of the void shield generator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so three of those D missiles took down were wasted in taking down the three void shields that yep. I had in place. And it left one final D-missile. I don't get how that's 100 points. I will never get how that's 100 points. <laughs> so you ended up... You did, you Wait, so that last D-missile did take a point off of the No. Night. Oh, it didn't? Did I, did I roll my Nothing. Nothing. It did nothing. Or did you roll a one? No, I didn't roll it. No, it wasn't that I rolled a one. I think you rolled your save. I rolled my save. Uh, so, my essentially, save. Yeah. so essentially, that was... Um, yeah, that influenced the rest of the game quite significantly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So he did take down my, my shields in that first turn. But... That was <laughs> the that end was of the it. void shield generator. Boy, I love that thing. All right, turn two came around. I killed your devil fish mm. with uh, with the basically with the uh, vanguard. They had plasma and they had an arc rifle, and you 
foolishly came within range of the Vanguard, and so they took that down. I killed, um, let's see, two of the breachers that were in the Devilfish. I killed two Pathfinders and um, a whole unit of Fire Warriors that were sitting on one of your objectives. And then I ended up scoring um, objective one. So that was that was my turn too. It was, it was pretty successful. Now, I'll, at this point, all I had was two units of, basically two models, two destroyer models. That's all that I had, yeah. all I left. But those guys ended up doing a ton of work for Did the they? rest of the battle. Oh my god! I don't. I I figured. I I thought it was more the Imperial Knight that did a lot of stuff. No, it was. Yeah, I I mean, uh, Knight did stuff, but um, no, those those two heavy grav destroyers ended up doing a lot of work. Mm. All right, what happened in your turn two? Oh, on my my turn two was essentially dedicated to attempting to kill the knight, and I came within one point of it. You fired everything at it. I fired everything at it. I fired. I fired every the rest of like. The rest of my army just fired at it. That was that was their job. It was my distraction card effects. Yep. Yep. That that was it. That was just I had. Well, I had to because it was like yeah. It was charging up with that reaper re- chainsaw going. Rrr, rrr. Can't have that. <laughs> and then it was just running up, uh, and you got close, but it didn't quite do it. So mm-hmm. so you du- you took it down five five points, which is good. So you had one one wound left on that on that sucker. Okay, turn three rolls around. Uh, this was kind of a turning point too. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of damage here. I took down one of your broadsides. I took down a whole bunch of marker drones. I put a wound on the storm surge. Finally, the knight attempted to um, assault your ghost kill, mm-hmm. but he went down in Overwatch. But because he's a knight <laughs> and he was in the midst of a tightly packed group of Tau, yeah, he exploded yeah. and the scatter. Killed your second broadside Yay. and all the remaining drones in that unit, right? So, um, so uh, despite the knight dying, it died very valiantly, and it, it it took down your remaining broadsides. So I was actually pretty happy. Uh, in in the assault, my rust stalkers put some wounds on your ghost kill. So what and happened? So what happened with you on that turn? My turn three, since I was now very annoyed. Uh, say at least at the whole. Oh yeah, something significant. You re- so you regenerated all your. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I rolled three sixes <laughs> to regenerate all your. Void to regenerate shield. all my void shield. I told you I was going to do it, mm-hmm. and the Amisaya had me roll three sixes. And Alex's face when that happened was just the best. Mm, that was lovely. <laughs> okay, so that was good times. Good yeah, times. I love uh, the void shield. What it is so I killed six vanguard with the um. Because I, I, they, those guys were outside of the void shield, so I was like, "Yeah, why not?" And I, I think one of my objectives was to um, try to kill a unit. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. So I only killed six out of a ten-man squad, but I was able to kill the rest of the rust stalkers with because they had engaged in combat with my ghost keel, and little did they know. Those strength six AP two hits. Would yeah, there be their undoing. You had you had what what is it called with a monstrous creature? Is, yeah. is it stomp? Yep. Those no no it's smash it's smash. You had smash. Those uh, turkey legs finally <laughs> were put to good use. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you kill you kill my rust stalkers. I That's mag- okay. They did they did their job. I imagine there was a bit of a a jig on their bodies. I always love when the rust stalkers and will just actually get in the combat. Yeah. <laughs> most of the time they just get shot to pieces. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
At this point, uh, okay, so turn four rolls around. I had gotten most of my Maelstrom objectives so far. In turn four, I put four wounds on the Storm Surge Mm -hmm. um, with the Neutron Laser, with the Snipers, with the uh, Destroyers, right? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that Storm Surge now was reduced to basically one wound uh, left. I I held my objective one with my Vanguard, so I was able to get another, another objective uh, right there, so I was pretty happy because now your heavy hitters, your your ghost kill had been wounded, um, and your storm surge was down to one wound left. Mm-hmm. All right, what happened? Your turn four. My turn four featured such wonderful things as um, putting two wounds on the dune crawler. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you fired everything. You fired your riptide at it. Your storm surge. Everything at it, and all you ended up doing was two wounds. Yeah, that was that. That was. <laughs> Yeah, you got you. You can tell, guys, that yep. at this point, Alex starting to get very frustrated. Yes, indeed, with the way things are going. Right. Uh, your strategy was to use the Riptide primarily as a way of trying taking down the storm. I mean, the the Void Shield Generator, right? Yeah, and and, and the Void Shield Generator nullified most of the Tau shooting. Yep, because the Fire Warriors couldn't breach Strength Twelve shields. And by the time I had, and by the time I had it like consistently down, there wasn't enough left. To shoot because, because right. in my turn yeah. five, I, like it, I killed a storm surge in a straight up firefight with no void shield. It's just like Tau annihilate pretty much any enemy. It just since you were able to su- survive, like your important units were able to survive. That's the point of the void, yeah, shield. the void shield, right? And I kept rolling objectives that I that I held. Th- yep. This is like the perfect mission to roll because it yeah. basically I, I allowed me to score maelstrom points for. For, you know, objectives that I was pretty close to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I marched up the, uh, um, finally, the robots and uh, the uh, data smith. And the data smiths uh, and the robot, the luminogen on the robots is what finally killed the storm surge. Yes, it was. Yeah, because it's AP3. AP3. AP3 had impenetrated the, the armor of the of the storm surge who did not make his feel no pain roll. Yep. Yeah. So um, what did you do on that turn five? Oh, I killed one robot. That was my that was my lovely contribution. One uh, of the Castellan robots went down, which is a, a rarity in yep. this in this world. It's and, so rare and, that they go down. It went down Toughness to down. all things fire warriors. <laughs> Way to fire. Way to fire. You throw enough shots at it. Those were strength five, AP five. Yeah. Yeah. A it's, bit better than the last gun. But still, still emblematic of that yep. strategy. Right. So then uh, we rolled whether the game continued. The game continued, went on to turn six. And in turn six, that's when I finally killed um, the Riptide. And I also killed the... Uh, a, a, I made a, a Unify Warriors mm-hmm. run that was sitting on your objective. Yeah. And at that point, all you had left was basically your Ghost Keel, mm-hmm. a few stealth suits, and your commander. Yep, that was pretty much it. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not... Yeah, I I, had, I was <laughs> I was looking at the score. I was winning. I was going to win Maelstrom. We were both going to be tied on the primary, but I was actually going to make a run with my with my Iron Strider to mm-hmm. the um, to one of the objectives to basically steal the <laughs> the primary at the last second. You didn't know that, but that's where I was heading with my Iron Strider <laughs> with his little chicken walker nine inch run. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so so Alec conceded, and it proved that. The war convocation is pretty pretty powerful, but it would not have survived yep. 
but for the void shield generator. That was vital. That was undoubtedly. It is. Yeah, it was. That was undoubtedly the MVP. It was the it was the MVP, and I'm sort of shocked that I'd never played with one before. But and we used the plasma obliterator model because I don't actually own a void shield model. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm going to order next. <laughs> Um, the void shield generator is great. I know there's been an FAQ that um, says that now Grav, Gauss, and mm-hmm. um, and what else? And, oh, and Haywire mm-hmm. do affect void shields. But it wouldn't have made a difference in this game, I don't think. Yeah. I, yeah. Do, yeah, I don't think that... It'll make a difference it, in, in it facing would, yeah, space it'll, 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 Certainly, it'll make a difference there. And in armies that can get up... I, I, I think... I really think I should have brought Corn Demonkin against this. Yeah, because it would have nullified the yeah, then benefits I of like, the... I would have just gone, ah, oh, why do I care? Right. And then started chopping heads off. Yeah, uh, yeah. this army would not have done as well with an all-assault army coming at it, I yeah. think. Against the shooty army. I figured you were going to take either Tower or Necrons. Uh, yeah. Actually, Necrons probably would have done pretty well. Necrons would have killed the knight faster with the Goss. Yeah, they would have killed the knight, they would have killed the knight faster. Actually, I'm not sure about faster, but... Their strategy of just marching forward would have been helpful because it would have forced a confrontation within the bubble, preferably. That's true. And if it's within and, and the bubble, then it just then all of a sudden yeah, everything's that, invalidated. Yep, that's true. That's, yeah, because all the shots have to come from outside yeah. the void shield generator's bubble. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. So this this episode should be called "Las Guns and Void Shield Generators." <laughs> nah, <laughs> uh, that's, that, that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's that's our episode 26. We hope you enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, we love hearing you, from you guys. You better have enjoyed it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> you look pretty aggro there. <laughs> um, if you're not playing Battlefield 1 all the time like we're going to, yes. then visit us on our Facebook page. Uh, come and say hi. We'll have a few pictures of today's battle report. You, it, you heard our previous comment. We'll even give you presents. Just make friends with us <laughs> uh come by and say hi some people have, have been doing that and we do appreciate it if you need to reach us you can always reach us at the eye of terror podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. apart from that um we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks my name is george and my name is alec and we play 40k we'll see you guys soon